when we think about this idea of self-care, I think it's important to understand that it is actually expression. When you're interested in someone, when you're interested in showing someone that you appreciate them and showing someone that you have gratitude for who they are and you value the very essence of their being, you do things to show them how much you truly care and value them. You go the extra mile. If you're a guy, you get her flowers. If you're a girl, you do whatever you do um, to show that male that you uh, appreciate and value him if you're in a relationship. And I think this goes for self-care as well and self-love that I need to understand and we need to ask ourselves the question um, or we need to understand and ask ourselves the question, how much do I really value and express that value to myself and to God for giving me this body, for giving me this mind, for giving me this heart, for giving me this uh, beautiful spirit, um, this strong, courageous and 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 um, vivacious spirit. How much do I really value it? And what am I doing to now show that I value and care for it? So these are some questions I think we should ask. And then we should also be prepared to schedule these times to show ourselves that we love ourselves um, and to show God that we love his creation, which is us. Um, so I think these are things we need to always keep in mind and always ask ourselves the question, how much do you really value and care and express that you care for yourself? Welcome back to Truly Unique, and you're listening to My Boyfriend by Kiera Sheard. everybody it's your girl miracle deja welcome back to another episode of truly unique um this is episode i think seven i y'all i can't keep track but it's another episode and we're here with two special guests on the episode titled relationship insecurities um meet my best friend zavi and miss lala from lala speaks and play no games podcast um go ahead and introduce yourselves tell the people where they can find you on instagram or you know whatever platform it is so go ahead lala first okay so you can find me on um, Instagram, Lala underscore speaks. And my podcast page is Play No Games Podcast. On Twitter, it's Play No Games Pod. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to do a little bit. So. <laughs> no worries. And um, yeah, this is Amy or Zay. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I don't have my own podcast, but I have a Facebook and a Snapchat. I don't really do social media like that, but um, my Facebook is um, Zay, Z-A-Y Hicks, or um, on my Snapchat is Z-A-Y-Y-0-0. There you go. So go ahead and follow these two lovely people. And as always, y'all know, it's a self-love podcast and it's self-love Sunday. So it's only right to start off with asking both of you what self-love means to you. And Zavi, I want to hear from you first. Uh, what does self-love mean to you? Um, I would say just Loving yourself, knowing yourself, mm-hmm. um, being fine with your faults, knowing that what you got to work on and being all right with it, knowing that you're not a perfect person. You right. know what I'm saying? Trying to better yourself every day, just knowing that you could wake up in the mirror and know that you accept who you are as a person. I like you know? that. That's <laughs> smart. That's good. Um, Lala, how about you? Um, dang, you took like everything I was going <laughs> to say. Uh, no, but you... You have to love yourself. 
mm-hmm. you know, um, spending time with yourself is big. Yeah. Getting to understand you by yourself, not just with other people. Right. Um, take out time for you. Mm-hmm. Self-care Sundays are big. Okay. Um, for a woman, if that means you just go into the nail shop to go get your nails done, then go, 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 go get your nails pedicure. Yes. For a man, I know that that meant, that could mean like going to the barber shop mm-hmm. and going to the gym. That's loving yourself. Yes. Taking care of your <laughs> body um, or just sitting at home watching Netflix with a mimosa or okay. a glass of wine or whatever. That's okay too. As long as you don't have like a serious problem, I'm not going to indulge, you know, that part. Like, if you really have a problem, get it. Don't be by yourself. Okay. But. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but, but no. otherwise, you know, just love you. Take care of you. Yeah. And the rest of the world, show other people how you want to be loved. There you go. That part. And that's, I think that's a mic drop right there because um, it's the perfect segue into what this episode is all about. And that's relationship insecurities. We heard from Geoffrey earlier and he mentioned that self-love is really a reflection of how you treat other people. And I thought that was deep because he said when we love somebody, we often do a lot for them. They we we might take them out to dinner, we buy them their favorite things, you know, uh, we spend time with them, and so um, those are all a part of the five love languages as well: quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and so on and so forth. And so if we do that for somebody else because we love them right shouldn't we be doing that for ourselves as well to show ourselves how much we appreciate and love ourselves that that goes into your self-worth and your self-esteem and um just making sure you aren't mentally drained and um so the question that i have to pose to you both is how do relationships affect your self-esteem i know i have plenty of stories which we will get into later um but lala how does how how do relationships affect your self-esteem oh they <laughs> i don't even know why i had to go first but i understand <laughs> um i they they have a big toll mm-hmm. and i don't think people realize that if you don't understand how to love yourself then no one else is gonna love you right yeah if you're not right within yourself you definitely don't need to be in no relationship because whatever you, whatever insecurities you have within yourself, you're going to only push that on to that other person. So if you have a problem and you think, Oh, he or she's always cheating on me. Mm -hmm. Cheat. So why is that? Like, you know, like you, that don't naturally come up unless you have straight away or, um, if a man, for, for me, in my past relationships, yeah. I've had someone talk about my weight. Yeah. Um, and that was my biggest thing. And instead of saying encouraging words like, hey, babe, let's go to the gym. Let's go work out together. Yeah. Like, let's start eating this. Mm-hmm. Instead of taking me places or trying to cook me fattening foods, <laughs> <clears throat> you should have... But also me not realizing it because, you know, when you are, quote, unquote, in love and Mm -hmm. put on happy weight. Yeah. Are you really happy? Because I think that some people just eat. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Feel content. Yeah. They fill their void with that. Yeah. Yeah. um, I think that one thing I never did before was really take time in between each relationship mm-hmm. and go back and go like, okay, where do we go wrong? Yeah. Was it how I met him? Did I come off too strong? Am I, are we really compatible? Yeah. Um, and I think I, to be honest, it wasn't until I, I just read actually read the five love languages right instead of just taking the quiz because you take the quiz and you don't understand yeah exactly because <laughs> um, i was like physical touch i used to think physical touch had something to do with sex and i was like oh <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with it no it has nothing to do with it because i didn't understand that when i was dating like i like pda i like mm-hmm. somebody to hold my hand i like you to hug me yeah um you giving me a kiss those 
that shows that you love me. Yeah. Um, and as a little girl, I, I was a, I'm a hugger. Yeah. That's how I, that's my love language. Right. That's what is going to, you know, I guess make me whole. <laughs> uh, words of affirmation. I need to hear you're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to hear things like, you're beautiful. Right. Just little things like that to help me boost. Yeah. Um, myself. I, I, I tell people this all the time. All the five love languages, I need them all. <laughs> yes. All of them. Yes. There's no one higher than the other. Yeah. I need all of them after reading the book, though. Okay. Because you don't, you think acts of service. <laughs> that? No, I need, I need acts of service. <laughs> I need an acts of service goes a long way, like dates. Mm-hmm. Dates are acts of service, and That's people true. don't realize that. Like That's taking true. someone actually on a date is big, and we don't date anymore in this. I don't know what. Don't even get me started. Okay. Climate we in, <laughs> but uh, we don't date. Yeah, like, if we think about our grandparents and our parents. They used to date. Yeah, like there's all these now drive-in movies, and so, well, in Houston they have a drive-in movie. They have drive-in yes. movies. And I've done that recently. Gone on a date to a drive-in movie. That's Make nice. me feel like I'm in the 50s. Great. <laughs> great experience. Something different. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a brand new movie. It could be an old movie. Right. Right. You know? And you get to, you. people don't realize that you, if you stop to get to know someone, these insecurities They'll tell you before you push yourself into a relationship. So they yeah. give you the red flags. Yeah. It's just do you want to pay attention to those red flags? Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And so, Xavier, I'm going to pass it over to you. Um, from a male perspective, uh, how do relationships take a toll on somebody's self-esteem? Well, you know, it's... it's um. It's kind of funny she touched on, like, relationships or whatever as far as, um, like, how the five love languages and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, so my, my mother told me that when I was 15. Mm-hmm. So I knew from Rip, you know, Miracle, you know, you're my best friend. You know I'm very affectionate, very yeah. touchy-feely. Like, I love, and I'm also words of affirmation as well. Like, I always like to say, love you, you know, look beautiful, have a good day. Yeah. You know, so. And I also acts of service like I do that as well so yeah I always knew I had at least three of the five (laughs) that's good um yeah but uh I mean it can uh, it can it depends it depends on the person that you're with in my opinion yeah like me I've been with multiple women that always everyone has insecurity yeah everyone but there, there are certain people that let the insecurities get in the way of themselves in a relationship. And there are those who accept their insecurities, know that they need to work on them in the relationship or without a relationship, and they're willing to move forward in a positive way. Yeah. So I've never really gotten, besides one, I've never really gotten that part. I've always gotten the ones that let it, you know, build that wall and don't right. let you to enter because of those insecurities. Right. Um, and all you can really do is just be there and try and help out but there's nothing i can do because that's something internal you know? yeah so i've seen it you know like i said it's, it's broken up many of the, my relationships that mm-hmm. i've had um and friendships as well you know what yeah I'm like it's uh, insecurities go a long way yeah but um yeah i i mean you just have to you just have to we're, we're young, you know, mm-hmm. so we're figuring out who we are. No matter if you're right. 21, 25, or 30, you're still you're still learning yourself every day. Yeah. So you know, but you know, you know what you don't like about yourself. You know how you what you don't like about your looks or your hair, or maybe you got fat, or maybe you don't have enough money for the clothes that you want to wear, or mm-hmm. skin, or whatever, whatever the case may be. But you just have to wake up and say, listen, I know I, I have to work on myself right now, but I still love myself. I still can walk outside with a smile on my face, yeah. you know, and be happy. And that and that energy you bring, you know what I'm saying? Will right. Bring someone to you. It'll manifest whatever you bring out to the universe. So if you're positive and mm-hmm. you're like, you know what, I am beautiful, someone else is going to see that. Right. I've literally, listen, I've literally <laughs> seen some girls that I was not, that they weren't my type, <laughs> right? Yeah. They weren't my type. I, I was, they, they, yeah, they, they wasn't me for me. <laughs> But 
just being around them and knowing, like, you know, like, you can see the insecurity. Like, you can see what they are insecure about, and they'll speak about it. They'll talk right. about it. It makes them more attractive. It makes you, it makes, like, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is cool. And then the physical or the insecurities don't really matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it goes away. They still matter to an extent, but it's like you're working on yourself and you're fine with yourself. Exactly. Cool. And we can move forward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... But then, and it also can go the opposite way, where you're insecure and you don't know how to go about it. Mm -hmm. And then, not to say that you look for your partner to fix it, but your partner can help with those insecurities. Right. For me, for example, um, in one of my relations, in my previous relationships, she didn't think she was all that pretty. Now, Mm -hmm. me personally, I think women just say that just to get comfortable. It's just my opinion. (laughs) I swear. I I have to. I have to give you that. As a woman, there's sometimes that I will say, I don't look that good. They'll be like, you're fine. I'm like, guilty. You wake up looking good. Like, come on now. Guilty. You're just trying to fish for me to give you some more feel good. All right. Hey, sometimes, sometimes women look for that. That's what they do, though. Even though you're insecure, a woman still wants to be like, boost up and gassed up by the man that she's with. Yeah. Like if instead of women can go to a gas station or grocery store all the time and a guy can flirt with her. That's true. Let me get your number or whatever. And she's like, no, there's a TikTok that says that. No, I got a boyfriend. I got a boyfriend. You know, kill people and stuff like that. But then if you go home and that boyfriend ain't telling you, baby, you're beautiful. Right. But you got a little crackhead or a little, little snack tooth at the, at the corner store telling you, like, that he won't take you out. And you're like, I'm going with you. And it's the, it's the one that you, it's, it's the one at home that you, that you care about. Yeah. That matters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah. All the, you know, all the, every, you know, New York, beautiful women all around. That's where I'm from. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Okay. So, like, in New York, every block is a beautiful woman. You get hollered at at least five to ten times on yeah. one block. Yeah. <laughs> you got to walk multiple blocks just to get to wherever your destination is. So you get out of that, they don't really care for that. You know what I'm saying? Right. What do you have to offer? But the one that they got at home, either talking to, dealing with, marriage or dating, that's the one they want to hear it from. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So these couple comments is cool, but that's the one. Yeah. But I'm just saying, for me previously, you know, I I've just you know, this my my ex, she didn't she didn't she didn't you can tell she just didn't feel comfortable mm-hmm. with herself. She always compared herself to other people. She always tried to look to see if she can do better in how she dressed and how she looks and yeah. always said, I don't think this looks right. And I'm like, you look fine. Right. Like, I'm your, I'm your man. You know what I'm saying? You're my lady. Like, I'm telling you, you look fine. Yeah. So if I'm telling you look fine, you look fine. But she didn't, you know, That's but it. I had to show her. I had to, like, uplift her to where now, to this day, because I'm so cool with her, to this day. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I am a beautiful young woman. I'm yeah. a beautiful young black woman. You right. Like, <laughs> she goes out to see it. And it, 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 she's pregnant now. She has a whole man. She's pregnant. And I'm yeah. happy. And she found the one for her. Yeah. But it was because she worked on She continued to work on herself. But I feel like she needed me. I don't want to put it all on me. Mm-hmm. I feel like she needed someone besides her parents who were supposed to tell you. Exactly. Her friends were supposed to uplift you. She needed that man in her life. Yeah, that she liked or fell in love with to kind of help push the way so that she can get confidence because you know your family's gonna tell you you look beautiful, right? Or they should. I mean, some of them, and you know your yeah. friends are gonna be there if they're good friends. They're gonna tell you, you look good, girl. So good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. But she wanted from someone where you know, like someone that you actually like, you know, yeah. you want to be with. Mm-hmm. That's what really matters to the person that you want, to the person that you like. Right. That's what really matters. Exactly. So. That's just my experience, but yeah, it can go both ways. But I mean, yeah. I just feel like you should never enter me personally. I feel like if you have insecurities strong enough where it's going to affect you, let alone a relationship, you shouldn't be into a relationship. Oh yeah, a hundred percent relationship. A hundred percent. It's putting problems on the next person, mm-hmm. and then they have to deal with. You should never have to deal with. I don't like when people say I deal with her, that I deal with him. Yeah. You should never have to deal with your no, partner. You yeah. should never have to deal with somebody. Yeah. You should want to be with I them. I don't want to deal with these issues that you've brought into my life because right. I want to spend, or I can see myself with you yeah. in the long run. Yeah. I want to help you along the way 
mm-hmm. and you help me mm-hmm. along the way where I lack, yeah. and we build up together. Exactly. Not, as a team. Well, right. Not like, oh, um, I got it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I, I, I hear all these, you know, just like, I got attitude problems. I mean, I'm nasty. <laughs> deal with it. Like, what? I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that. I'm crying. Yeah, I, ain't got, I ain't got no time you for know, that. I'll say this. I I learned to speak up for myself. Mm-hmm. Because when I was younger, I didn't speak up for myself. I just let that them run over me all the time. Just, you know, you do whatever you want. You can just run over me. Yeah. And then I got in a relationship where he ran over me, like, tenfold. Yeah. Like, ain't nobody's business. Yeah. But at the same time, from that relationship, it taught me, like, okay... Use this as motivation. Mm-hmm. Don't use it as a crutch. Like, oh my God, he doesn't want me. Right. No. Why did? Why wouldn't he want you? That's yeah. his. I mean, it's his loss. Yeah. Um. So, Zay, what you were saying, how you help uplift her? That's good. Like, yeah. Help and uplifting somebody so they can see their worth. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, even if you are in a situation where that person isn't uplifting you. You can snap out of it and be like, I'm worth more. Exactly. Than being put in this. Because um, this is also domestic uh, awareness, domestic abuse awareness. It is. So there are people who are in these relationships, men or female, where you're getting emotionally abused, you're getting mm-hmm. physically abused, financially abused, because I call them hobosexuals. <laughs> um, that. I'm, Dead serious. Like, Can you just repeat that for the people in the back who didn't hear what a hobo sexual is? Let, let's just repeat that real quick. <laughs> right, yes, hobo. So basically, people try to get in relationships with you, and they don't have anything to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. But they want to beat you down, and you're the one who's holding the whole thing. You got the legs, you got the tabletop, you everything. Go. You're holding it down, and they got a problem with you. Yep. That's not you. That doesn't mean you are insecure. You have something wrong with them. We're wrong with you. Mm-hmm. It's something that they are lacking, and they don't know how. No other way to do it. Right. They are lacking motivation. Maybe they don't. They're quote unquote insecure themselves. Yeah. But I don't. I mean, I don't know. I had a situation with one of my first exes or whatever when I was like 17, 18, 16, somewhere around that range. And like, I mean, she just, she just dogged me. Like, just straight up dogged me. Like, I mean, I, first of all, it took me a while to love myself. Mm-hmm. All right? Because I wasn't the most popular and I, I ain't looked the best. You know what I'm saying? So, when I got... You do, this, but you do know that as you get older, I don't mean to cut you off, as you get older, I used to think I was really goofy looking. As you get older, you know, some things like change, you know, goofy stuff, you go away. Because you get older, and there's some people you be like, oh, God. <laughs> now, there's a difference. There's yeah. a difference between you looking goofy and you just ugly. Um, but everybody no. finds love, you know? Yeah. I would never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever say I was ugly. <laughs> That's a dub. That's right. I don't think anyone's ever called me ugly. Nobody should I, call I, themselves ugly was, either. Nah, I think when I was younger, they just said that I wasn't their type. But yeah. because I was really goofy and playful, that just added to like the, nah, nah I'm going yeah. nah. Yeah. Like that's what that was. But I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't always have my hair cut and I didn't have the best clothes. I didn't have money for the clothes and stuff like that. Right. So I'm not rich. So that's what that was. So when I got with this girl, you know, for a little bit, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wow, she looked, I got her. Like, she looks really good to me. Yeah. You know, I'm like, wow, she's amazing. She's popular. <laughs> like, I can't believe I got her. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy as hell. Yeah. And, you know, she one day she just let me have it. Like, I was like, I tried to be confident one day. I was like, yeah, you know you're lucky to have me. I'm lucky to have you, too. She was like, lucky. Oh, she's like... Your nose is crooked, and your lips is big, and you got small ears, you got a peanut head, and you're skinny. Oh, so she I mean, noticed like, stuff know. about herself. Okay, <laughs> that's all that is. It was a reflect. She was deflecting. That's what I call deflecting. Because yes, when people do that. That's not nothing to do with you. And yeah. You want to go find her and be her up. Yeah. I don't even 
know okay. I I never heard this story before, but all right, that's news to me. Yeah, she had she had went on me heavy, and the thing is, it was in front of my cousin too. And yeah, my cousin was just playing the game, and he was looking like this. He was like, and I was just like, embarrass you. Yeah, I used to be very passive. She yeah. embarrassed me. Yes, she did. But I used to be very passive, so like, I would just let, especially women or females, yeah. uh, girls, just talk to me any type of way, and I wouldn't say nothing. I would just walk yeah. away, get quiet, shut down. Mm-hmm. You know. So I know what it's like. I know how it is on both ends where it's like I'm already dealing with my insecurities. And yeah. You just already bringing me down or comparing me like, why don't you look like that? Why can't you wear this? Why can't right. You? Like before even money comes into play, you know what I'm saying? Because at this time, I'm 16, 17. I yeah. got a job. I'm just going to school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this, so, this question, the girl, she was 16, 17 as well? Yeah, we was the same age. Yeah. So I don't know what she was looking for, but all right. See, look, look, look here. There's differences. <laughs> Okay. There, as a child, I feel like when you're in your teens, you can't be like, oh, he ain't got no money. All he exactly. Like, baby, that's all you got money is for Chick-fil-A. You shouldn't be expecting that he, much. He can't take, yeah, like he can't take you. He is, if he is buying you a Louis Vuitton at 16, 17 years old, first Something's of all, you might want to take that first back. Okay. Because he might stole it. Okay. Um, <laughs> or if he stole it from somebody, either his mama or the store. <laughs> Um, Something's got unless he got it like that. Okay, but you don't have that. It's the difference is as you get older. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm 31. Yeah. So there's some things I cannot tolerate anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm not okay with it. And it's not. That's nothing. I'm not knocking anybody. Mm-hmm. If you do, but I'm not going down that road. Yeah. Um. I say with my past relationship, what was so funny is I knew it was bad and I knew the insecurities mm-hmm. and it took me watching a movie wow. to see it <laughs> and know that I'm living this life. Wow. With certain things changed. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, and the movie I'm referring to is Baby Boy. Literally. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, that's, I, I guess that's the best way for me to tell people mm-hmm. and explain what a hobosexual is. Yeah. Jody was a hobosexual. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Think about it. That's true. Jody did not have his own place. Jody did not have his own car. He was between his baby mama's house. Yeah. I don't have kids. Yeah. Um. So I was Yvette without kids. Got you. Got you. I worked at a call center. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just. Like, I'm serious. Like, when I watched it as an adult and living in the relationship, mm-hmm. I'm laughing, but then I'm crying at the same time. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Right. I'm like, girl, because that's your life. It's not the same. <laughs> You've seen this movie how many times? Exactly. It was a reflection so, of you. Yeah. But people don't, I guess, like, you know, they say you're not going to know how to get out of Say, let's say you're not going to know how to get out of an insecure relationship or anything mm-hmm. until you're ready. Yeah. So you have to be ready within yourself and be like, okay, I see what's wrong. Let me do my coping mechanisms and yeah. let me fix it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people can't, but that's I think that's the biggest problem is that people don't know how to fix it. That's, that's key. I mean, I, mean, I, I I've tried to help so many of my friends or past friends um, in their relationships where I see it already, you know, because I'm a guy, I know, and not, you know, we all done things, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. past didn't better ourselves, but I right. was once that type of guy, you know, miracle knows. <laughs> yes. So like, I already know the bad signs mm-hmm. I'm for with my female friends or associates or whatever. Yeah. And I try and tell him, listen, I don't think you shouldn't, you know, I, why are you still with him? That's already strike three and this and that. And they're like, no, but I mean, we're, when we're good, we're good, we're bad, we're bad. Like, yeah, that's no. every relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, that's I a cover. When I was in a relationship. <laughs> and it was, I mean, when it was good, it was good, it was bad, it was bad. Yeah. It was like that with every relationship. But you, you, I try to tell them over and over again. Mm-hmm. They don't listen to me. And then yeah. it'll be like three, four years later, they finally done. I'm like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm finally over. Like, that's what I'm saying. They look, have to be able to see it. 
that's the you thing. You can't see it yourself. You're not gonna. You're gonna think you're gonna quote unquote say, "Oh, they're just hating. They just don't want to see." That's me true now. too. And and it know, comes. But, but that, I, don't, I don't understand that mentality because if I'm a friend, I would never hate on you. But that's the you thing. This is the thing. Nothing against you. Yeah. It's just something within that person. Yeah. It's it's a it's literally like I said earlier. It's a deflecting mechanism because when you're in a relationship and you're quote unquote in love, everything is blind. Your your perception is skewed uh, of yourself, of that person, and of the people around you because you're perceiving yourself to be happy when in reality you're putting on this facade and I'm preaching to myself because you're you're one of the prime people who told me to get out of this three four year relationship and I didn't get out of it until sophomore year of college so <laughs> so I already know you know I know um but it, it's one of those things where like sometimes you're so lost in a person and so lost within yourself like you're so not whole within yourself and I had a lot going on in that period of time with uh losing friends uh and I didn't didn't even know why uh with uh being in a whole new state because i moved away from uh my family um i i was being compared to people left and right for whatever reason uh people talking about me and i didn't even know and so it was like a lot going on at once and every relationship that i've had has been emotionally abusive um so even though I knew the signs, like you mentioned earlier, even though we know the signs, it's kind of like, well, it's like settling in a sense. You you settle because you think that you're not worth uh, a better relationship. You think you're not you're good enough. Exactly. That's you're the best word to say. Yes. Comfortable. Exactly. Um, can I ask you something? Ask y'all both. Mm -hmm. In your relationships that did take a turn for the worse and insecurities did, what how did it start? Did you start? Was there like a problem already when the relationship began? In terms like of you were going through something yourself. Okay. You want to go first? Yeah. Um, right. So you're saying, make sure I'm clear. You're saying mm -hmm. like when the insecurities set in, was it from the beginning or did it like uh, progress over time? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, okay, I'll give an example. With my, my relationship, my mm -hmm. last, on relationship mm -hmm. I was in a dark place in my life okay gotcha he came in and it was like he was like a knight in shining armor yes yes but he was not was exactly at all he was not Batman it was not <laughs> okay okay so what's the uh like what's a character that ain't really uh he wasn't even robbing. I was about to say, I can't say robbing because <laughs> he was a joke. The he Joker. was a joker. You know how the joker is cuckoo? That's exactly. Yes. Yes. Mm. There That's you go. A, I just thought of that. The joker. Yes. Joker was crazy. Mm -hmm. um, joker had a lot of different things going on within himself. Yeah. He was ill. His mother, he felt abandoned. Yeah. So when people like that, then they find other people. That's what I mean. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Perfect. Perfect analogy. Because I said the same thing. I said they're a joke. Um, so <laughs> um, what? what's funny, and um, like I said, I'm so glad we're touching on this topic. And, and this, this episode might run a little over just because it's such a heavy topic that a lot of people deal with these relationship insecurities. And it takes such a huge uh, uh, toll on your self-esteem. And I want to really stress to you all, like, when I got into those relationships, it wasn't like a, a, I was already in a bad place. It always happened to be that they were in a bad place. And mm -hmm. I came in because I'm a helper. I'm a social worker, an educator, you know, so we, we naturally. I'm, I'm a fixer too. Exactly. And so I always, I call them projects. No offense to anybody who's listening to this that might have dated me in the past. No offense. But they were projects. Oh, no, 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 no. You need to know that you was a project in my case. I mean, right. yeah. You I mean, they know now. You was a project. Okay? Yeah, they were projects to me. And <laughs> I'm just saying, they were projects. And over time, over time, like, we end up, quote, unquote, falling in love. You know that when you're dealing with it. Exactly. You know, that, like, you know that after the fact. But you you start to see <laughs> like all the red flags. Yes, projects. Because project. you're, you're fixing them. Because, okay, i.e., we'll call him. We'll call him. Uh, since you're on here, Zay, I'll, I'll say Zay, okay? We're going to use you for example. So say you came to me, right? And you were in a, a depressed state 
correct and um i come in and you know you know how i am you're basically taking advantage of my niceness uh and letting me help you and build you up and then once i get to get you to the point where you're built up you break me down and leave me that's how my relationships has have always been every relationship i've always been in always started the same way and ended the same way because i couldn't see the pattern within myself that they were gravitating to me because at the end at the end of the day i was broken so i'm attracting broken people because i was broken now i could say that because i have already reflected and uh, did some introspection y'all hear me say that on every episode because i love the word introspection but uh, <laughs> i did a lot of introspection is the, huh is the question though Here's the question. What about you was attracting those broken people? Me, my broken I, self. I, I, honestly, I, I understand, like, you saying, like, because you're broken, but mm-hmm. I really believe that there was a map. I still believe this. There's an imaginary sign on my forehead that says, if you're fucked up, excuse my language, come to me. I'm going to fix you. I can fix you. Like, I am going to be your healer. And, but it's not true. But it's not, it was not just, I'm not going to just say, like, in a dating relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, friends. I'm yes, like, friends too. What the heck is... Every I, time. Mainly girlfriends. Mainly girlfriends. Never. Yeah. Like, when I, I noticed that, like, whenever I've been in a dark place, mm-hmm. I never want to pull somebody in my darkness. No. No. I at least give everybody that respect. Give me my space. Let me get out of this yes. myself. Um, if I need help, I will tell you. Yes. But otherwise... I'm not gonna bring you in if I'm if I don't like um, if I feel like I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go get in a relationship with somebody and thank you. Like, thank you. You're gonna be miserable well, with me. That to myself. Yeah. I want to answer your question you asked both of us earlier. Okay. As far as like when you was like what, what, when did you first notice the first sign something mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. Right. So typically it's normally the same thing. I say this and admit, like, Miracle knows this so much. I say this, it's, it's annoying how much I say it. I'm big on communication. Yes. Right? Now, I'm not trying to be that guy to mm-hmm. be like all women, da 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 da. Yeah. But it's like, because I have not met every woman on the planet, right? And I have not met all types of women. Yeah. But I will say I have encountered a lot of women, mm-hmm. not sexually. Not in that way. Just and, even if, and even if you did sexually, that's your business. Okay. Not right, my business. Right. <laughs> before, before, before this podcast, you know, I'm going to stay home. So, okay. Like, so, right. So, like, what I'm saying is, I mean, like, <laughs> I just, I just, I'm big on communication. I tell it from jump. I'm like, yo, I'm big on communication. If you're, not, if you, if you're upset, you don't want to talk right now, just tell me. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, All right, I'll leave you alone. I'll let you rock. If, uh, you know, you got a problem with something, don't hold it in. You know what I'm saying? That's for the that's for little kids. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We passed that. We grown. We in our mid-20s. Let's, let's, let's move forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be non-communication. It'll be blocking. It'll be taking advice from your friends that are negative. Okay. Make Making you more negative, right? <laughs> right. Uh... It'll be the physical, like putting your hands on somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't understand, like where this all go. Like I let this all be up front, like, yeah, before I even start talking to you like that. Mm-hmm. Right, and it comes out anyway. And then when I say it to them, they're like, "Oh, well, I didn't take you serious," or That's the "Oh, problem. well, I, I, I didn't know what you meant by that." What do you mean? I'm being literal. I'm, I'm a literal. I'm a literal type of guy. Yeah. So when I see these, when I see these little things here and there. Or like little things like um, like I, I can't like I, I don't mind an asshole. I can't stand a dickhead. And this is different. So I'm I'm using New York terms. So like an asshole, your asshole is universal. Yeah. Asshole is. Don't. I'm not trying to get misconstrued. Being an asshole is not, in my opinion, is not a bad thing. That just means you're saying what you feel and you're unapologetic. So about you're it. blunt. You're a, very, you're a very blunt person. That's right. me. You're not. You're not <laughs> rude. Though. You're not. You're not. Okay. You're not rude. Yeah, you're just telling it how it is based off of someone asks you. Like you ask me, "Hey, do I look pretty?" And I go, "To me, not really." That's not rude. You asked me a question. You I asked. Me, I gave you an honest answer. answer. Don't ask. Yeah. Right. But then you would call me an ass. Yeah. That's, that's what that is. Yeah. Right. So it is levels to it. 
A dickhead is when you just you just you just you just don't care to be rude. You gonna say whatever you want. Yeah. You're being rude purposely. You're trying to like get a a a, a rise out of somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot of women I've met that are dickheads. I don't understand how. And I'm sorry, I'm not even trying to be like that that, that guy. It, I mean, it's true because I was telling Miracle before we started recording mm-hmm. that in my last relationship, it was abusive. And I used to provoke him. Mm-hmm. I used to provoke him. And then people don't realize that it, even if you were in those insecure relationships, whatever, if you provoke somebody or you hit their trigger points, yeah. be prepared for what's going to happen. Yeah. So... I used to think that I was untouchable. Mm-hmm. I thought that, oh, I can say whatever I want. He ain't going to do nothing. Yeah. So I would say, hit me. Go ahead, hit me. When he really hit me, I was like, oh. Um, oh, no. Oh, no, no. Yeah. You know, so you really understood. So I really hit your breaking point. Yeah. You know, but that's where I had to learn. I didn't understand what I was doing, mm-hmm. but he doesn't understand that he, he also pushed me to say hit me. Yeah. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's also self-control on both ends. I Oh yeah, it, I, it is. I, think, I know I used to do stupid stuff like I hit you with a pillow because you did something that made me mad. I would hit you with a pillow. I ain't at least it's soft. In a, in, a, in, a, in a playful way, or are you talking about when you're legit upset? Like I would be upset. Well, at least you grabbed a pillow. Grab a bottle? I didn't grab a pot. I didn't get. I didn't make it. We weren't playing grip ball. See, my, my, I, I, I'm sorry. I just gotta say this because I, I let everything be known. Like when I first meet a woman, within that first two weeks, we, I, I make sure we talk about everything that needs to be talked about. All yeah. Needs. Don't put your hands on me. Don't threaten me. Don't disrespect me. Don't call me out my name. Don't, don't edge me on. I don't know how long you was in that relationship for, but like once I would have saw just a little snippet of that, mm-hmm. it would have been clear. So it would have been done. Like I said, that was that's quote unquote my hobosexual relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter how bad it is. He needed me more than I needed him. Yeah. Right, right, right. So people sometimes don't realize that you can do bad all by yourself. I That's could be broke by myself. We together. We are not supposed to be broke. Right. It's supposed to be like a force. Like we're supposed to unite. Like we superheroes. But yeah. if you you don't want to do nothing, you take advantage of somebody, you're realizing that you're hitting their triggers. And of course, they are, you're going to, I'm a type of person, you keep backing me up into a corner mm-hmm. and I just fill up. And then once you done hit, once it's full, I explode. And yeah. I, I know that about myself. I know that, I understand that about myself in relationships, yeah. friendships, and work. Yeah, I'm the same Which way. is about, I work, be that work. Okay, don't get me started on work. Don't. <laughs> but all that stuff that people don't realize that your personal relationship that you have, I'll even go back and say that some people have that problem um, if they didn't have a, a parent, if they were grew up in a single parent household, yeah. or if they had two parents, you have to learn that everybody wasn't like that. Everybody mm-hmm. didn't grow up like you. Yeah. So some people can take more in and other people are like, oh my gosh, yeah. that's not right. Why are you yelling? Yeah. Like they've never been in an experience where they have to learn how to sub- do survival of the fitness. Yeah. I'll say it like that. Yeah. Because I grew up in suburbs. I, I don't know too. what it's like to live in certain things. I yeah. just, I ain't even going to lie. Yeah. I'm not going to tell nobody, like, oh, yeah, I know what it, mm-mm. <laughs> right. No, I'm not even going to play them games. Right. I'm not gang gang. Uh, <laughs> like, no. Don't act like <laughs> I mean, it either. You get messed up. Games, but I'm just talking. <laughs> right. Right. I'm, I'm all talk. I'm really going out and doing the act. Right. Like. Yeah. No, and so um, that that's that's true. Like everybody is different. Household dynamics. Uh, uh, I always preach about nurture and nature because that was that that's a psychological term, and I always get psychological. Not purposely. It's just a habit. Um, but mm-hmm. nurture versus nature. Like you could grow up and have the perfect role model. You can grow up and uh, 
practically quote unquote do everything right and be quote unquote perfect and and still end up messed up it's more to do with nature than it has to do with nurture like I told my mom the other day I said uh after 18 whatever I do has nothing to do with you because at that point I'm quote unquote grown so I have taken everything that you have taught me and now it's time for me to apply it whether I apply it for good or bad is up to me but the reason I ended up in bad relationships had nothing to do with my parenting Mm -hmm. my dad treats me like a queen and I'm spoiled by both parents so it has nothing to do with them it had to do with me trying to find myself and find my worth without the noise of family like Zay said they have to tell you that and so in my mind I'm like okay they were just saying that but did I really feel it no I never believed that I was pretty I never believed that I was uh, a good girl or whatever the case may be what people were telling me because nature told me that I wasn't good enough nature told me that I wasn't pretty enough nature told me that I, I was bisexual and I wasn't and so it was all these factors and so um I say that to say how can we then turn those bad relationships into good to help us fuel um ourselves to be more positive to look at ourselves in a better light even though we were in those bad relationships they're in the past now like the past is the past let let that die let them go exactly so how can we do that i i say for me is i use it as motivation Mm -hmm. so the things that i used to i was told like you're big Mm -hmm. get your fat ass up Mm -hmm. i use that as motivation to go work out. Right. Like, I remember, like, if I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do nothing, I'm like, and but I hear it. I right. hear that voice. And I'm getting up. Yeah. And it makes me go run. Yeah. It'll make me run, for real, for real. Like, mm-hmm. I use it as a little motivation. I started my podcast because of things that I was insecure about. Right. People used to tell me they didn't like my voice. Mm-hmm. My voice was... Like, it bothered them. Yeah. So now, I do it on purpose. Like, <laughs> like I purposely make sure that you can hear me. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn to love those things about myself. Like, what somebody else doesn't love about you, that doesn't mean that everybody feels that way. Right. In college, I was in accounting. And my accounting teacher taught me something that I live by to this day. Mm-hmm. This is a way. This is not the way. Right. There's different ways to uh, for us all to go to get that same answer. The answer you need. You mm-hmm. can go. It may take you a little bit longer. You might do extra steps. But you will get there. Mm-hmm. And when you understand your work, and it may take some time. You yeah. may have to go to therapy. You might have to listen to a couple songs. You may have to see yourself but if you yeah. do simple things like journal take pictures of yourself and you go back and look and you're like man i'm not the same person i was three months ago okay i'm not the person <laughs> i was six months ago yeah i'm not i'm not the same person i was a year ago nope but and also surrounding yourself around people who are in that same spot mm-hmm. energy is important yes so if you are around negative people whether it's your mom, father, sister, brother, boyfriend, friend, you let them negative people go. I don't care who they are. You have to push them out of your life because that is going to only bring you worse. It's not going to uplift you. You need to be with people like who are like-minded. Yeah. You notice that like when you were in college, like all your friends were in the same major as you. And then when you meet these people, you're like, oh my God, like, where have you been all my life? <laughs> because y'all are all like-minded. So it's, of course, it's going to make, it's going to make sense. Right. I can't be friends with somebody who was in the science department because I don't like science like that. <laughs> I don't see the, the connection. <laughs> it was cool for me to get through this one class. Yeah. But, you know, but you know that, you know, like, that's, that's my point. Like, right. You see the growth. Mm-hmm. You may and don't beat yourself up if you're not friends with the same people you were friends from elementary school, okay, middle school, because you all evolve. Yeah, that's all life is is about evolving. Yeah, yeah, and I, I can attest to that. I mean, I definitely 
Yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm big on energy nowadays in my life because I see myself when I was in high school, college, after college. Mm-hmm. High school, I wanted to be around the people, whether they were doing bad or good. I just wanted to yeah. be popular. And all they were doing, the guys was just trying to smash and cursing out girls and saying, I'm leaving, da-da-da. Yeah. Girls like that. In college, I was that dude that everyone looked to to be, like, you know what I'm saying, to talk to. Yeah. And I tried to set the trend for my group as far as, like, yo, I'm cool. I don't call women bitches. Yeah. I don't drink. I don't smoke. You know what I'm saying? I just work out. I try to get the grades. Yeah. I try to show positivity. And now it's like, I'm not in New York no more right now because of COVID-19. I'm back yeah. in the VA because I wasn't trying to die. And, like, at the end of the day, I don't really have a lot of friends <laughs> are out here. You know what I'm saying? Because most of my friends is either in Boston, New York, or Maryland, Texas. So I just, whoever right now I'm working, and at my job, you know, I see a lot of toxic people. I mm-hmm. think, let me just add this too, you got to know the difference between a friend and an associate. Period. Yes. A lot of that a lot of people that were friends too, too much too you'll be cool with someone at work you might hang out with them a couple times or you might see them outside of work yeah that's my friend sir no nah. no i know no. you're my co-worker no nah, we we cool we cool but we, we cool. friends right now we, we we cool we and cool it's not, and listen and listen and it's not rude it's not rude or you're not it's not mean to be to be up front yeah you know what i'm saying like like being a good person and being a nice person, sometimes two separate get, things. Yeah, yes. sometimes they get intertwined. They're two separate things. Yeah, I'm a good person. I'm not gonna be nice and try to appease you because of what you want to hear. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you all it is so that you know what it what it is up front. Exactly. We can hang out. I'm not gonna lie. You might be cool enough where if you're having a group setting, yeah, we can hang out. Yeah, that'll make my friend. I can't tell you the stuff that I would tell Mira. Yeah. That's just not how that works because you're not my friend. Yeah. I can't trust you with that information. I can't trust you to be there for me. Right. We haven't we don't have that bond. Now that's not to say But and, even even with friends, you can't tell your friends everything. everything. Not everything. No, not everything. Well, yeah. it depends on the friend. It depends on the it, friend. It, it yeah. It, yeah. I, it does depend on the friend. But when I say that you can't tell your friends everything, you can't tell a lot of people everything. Even if it's yeah. your parents. Yeah. Because sometimes people do this, people get jealous, you know? Yeah. And even like, say, say your coworker, we cool, we friends, you know, oh, we're friends. No, because I can't tell, I can't tell you literally everything. I can't tell you that my, that, you know, so-and-so gets on my damn nerves. Yeah. Right, right, right. You might go ahead and if you go and tell so and so, yeah, come back and get you. There we go. I told you that in confidence. Yeah, you have to. You don't have to understand tread lightly with different things. Yeah, and then like with friendships, people don't understand is the energy because somebody could be going through something and they may have not disclosed it to everybody. Mm -hmm. So, if you're a quote unquote good person and you're just trying to be there. You never know that that person may not be trying to hear that. Yeah. It's blocking, you know, they got that wall up. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. That's why I say you can't tell everybody everything. Yeah. Because everybody's not going to be the same happy as you are. Yeah. Like you can, I, I could tell you, I have gotten a new sponsor in my podcast. Mm-hmm. Somebody could say, that's great. Congratulations. And secretly so be like, hating. Oh, so how you do that? You know? Yeah. It's not rude to them. Yeah. But to you, you'd be like, damn, can you just be happy that I got this? I, I don't know. Yeah. Can you just be happy for me? But a lot of people don't want to be happy for other people. Crab in the barrel mentality. That's all that is. <laughs> There's a lot of negative people. I know, I know, I know personally a negative person right now. I just, I just, you know, I, they're not in my circle. They're not in mm-hmm. my space. I still know them. And I just, it just makes me question, like, yo, why you? And they don't see it that way. They see it as them being real or something like that. Or they can't. That is not like being it. real. That's the problem. I don't know. With no. this climate. Yeah. Everybody is, oh, I'm just being real. You're not being real. You're just being rude. Completely <laughs> rude. <laughs> like, um, everything that's going on in the, the world, we're in a pandemic. Yeah. 
people are stuck in a house, can't go nowhere. Uh, they working from home. They have to readjust. Yeah. And not everybody is on that playing field. Like, yeah. You think about it in school, there's the your video, your visual learners, mm-hmm. your auditorial learners, and there's people who can work independently. Yeah. Independently. Half these people in this world right now never probably took online classes. Exactly. Because they cannot be self-taught. Yeah. So, like, it sucks. Yeah. Because, like, I'm the person, like, I took online classes. I'm cool with being self-taught. I love Let me go classes. at my own pace. <laughs> yeah. Be asking me five million questions if I finish the task, though. Like, I get there when I'm, you know, okay. I got my list. <laughs> I'm going through the list. Yeah. Don't rush me. Yeah. But I think that's also the problem with relationships is that one person will tell you, say, for instance, if I were to say, I want to be married. Mm-hmm. Someone else can take that the wrong way. I'm yeah. just telling you the end goal. <laughs> so you can know. Yeah. You know this ahead of time. You know that you can either exit stage left or you're going to stay on the same path. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Um, but that oh, that's true. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I wasn't going to say nothing. I was just about to wrap up. But if you have something else to say, go ahead. Oh, I was just also going to say, you know, when it comes to that as well, because we are in this day and age and this multiple generations that are so messed up mm-hmm. where they think they want marriage, you possibly will be waiting a long time. I'm letting you know. Because it is so messed up. Yeah, and it's true because the people don't understand what that means anymore. So it's no, like you have books that tell you what to do. You have movies. You have TV shows. But Still like don't people, don't, people don't like to do self help books. They don't like Forget to read it. it. They don't want to. That's because it's because they don't want to. They don't. No one likes to be told they need help. No, no and they don't want to seek help. Well, a lot of people. I'm gonna say a lot of people don't like to be told. No, they don't need help. Because it makes them feel like something's wrong with you. First of all, stop those. There is something wrong with you. That don't make you a horrible person or like right. it's unfixable or something like that. It just means that you need to work on yourself. It makes you like, human. Do not. Do not. I repeat, before we end this, do not. Take information from social media memes and posts that other people who are going through whatever they're going through post online. For you to be like, yup, that's what I'm going to start doing. <laughs> like, I see that all the time. Yeah. I see people posting stuff like, oh, if, if I don't have time for him anymore, on to the next one, block, delete, move on. If you do one thing wrong, it's over. Like, some posts like that, like me. Don't do, and I, I don't understand the whole block, delete, delete. I know, I don't do that. You know I don't what? Do that. I, I purposely, I, my best friend laughs at me because all my... I have an iPhone and I have my read receipts on. Yeah. He's like, why don't you turn that off? You leave. I can see that you read it and you just leave me on read. Okay, you know I read the message. I'm going to come back. <laughs> it's okay. What's wrong with you? Like, maybe yeah. I did that on purpose. And it's, maybe I was just trying to get my point across to somebody. Okay, like the conversation is over. I read what you said. Yeah. Give me some time to reflect. Yeah. But I- people... People, I think people take social media to the next level. That's the problem. That's the problem. That's why relationships are so screwed up. That's why self-esteem is screwed up. That's why self-love is screwed up. Before the era of social media, were people really going through these problems in relationships? Not as bad. No, I mean, they they had their issues. It was a a difference. If you went through a problem with with your person, you didn't have to deal with the world having their own opinion on it unless you spoke it. Or unless you told the wrong person to it. Now, yeah. I'm having a, I just got to an argument with my, my boyfriend or my girlfriend or whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then you post online talking about, this is what they'll post. Talking about some, you need to work on yourself. Bitch, I've been good, fine, all by myself. I don't yeah. need no man. Then you have 130 comments under your post, like, what's wrong, da da da. Yeah. Your whole business. And now you got the wrong people telling you advice yep. on your relationship when you need to just not post. And focus and, and communicate with your man. Yeah. If he's mature enough to listen and y'all work together. Yeah. Not you block him because you type or ignore his phone call because you type. Nah. Communicate. Listen, right now I'm not feeling you. You said somebody didn't like. Let me let me just get a day yeah. for myself for a couple hours. And when I'm calmed down because I know myself and I want to lash out and say something I want to say. Yeah. I'll come back to you. 
And he has to be, and he or she has to be mature enough to say, respect your is all about boundaries, okay? And that goes back to the last episode that I recorded. And for those of you who did not notice, I went live on Instagram last night with Paul Calco of Real People Real Talk. Check that out because we also talk about boundaries there. And this is the the last topic I'll, I'll say before we wrap up. But basically, uh, I like that we ended on boundaries because at the end of the day, all of this that we talked about in terms of relationship insecurities and self-esteem, it all boils down to you. Did you set those boundaries from the beginning? I like uh, when Zay said he's a very straightforward person. I am as well. So if I'm talking to multiple people, you will know. If I'm not feeling you, you will know. If I'm uh, if I get angry easily, you will know the signs because I tell everybody. I say when I'm mad and I'm at that boiling point where I might explode, you'll know because literally my eyes will probably be closed and my leg will just be shaking so that means get out my way because i'm not happy so i tell you all these things up front and if you still screw up that's on you but i take the responsibility to set my boundaries um from the jump everybody knows i i practice abstinence so if i tell you that from the jump that means we're not having sex so you can leave (laughs) okay like these are the boundaries that i have set so if you still in here playing games like oh i can i can do that you know that's not a big deal to me and then turn around and get mad because i'm not giving it up i set these boundaries already so why are you mad um so i think boundaries 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 and consistency um as well as communication is key when it comes to relationship insecurities and you both touched on it multiple times about um working on yourself before you get into a relationship because you don't want to drag anybody down with you i for one have never been that person to drag somebody down with me i'm not the type of person uh where misery loves company that's not me uh, don't drag <laughs> me into a dark alley i'm not okay uh-uh. i'm not trying to fix, fight that battle yourself um i'll be here on the outside yeah yeah exactly i'll be there for you you know rooting for you to get better but don't drag me down with you and so Mm-mm. um that's just the I last sign up for that yeah exactly and and a, a lot of people don't and then it shocks them when it happens so that's just the last point i wanted to make before we close out if you all have any last remarks uh go ahead and make them and then also as always make sure you introduce yourself again just so the people know who you are and where to find you and then we can wrap up go first doesn't matter (laughs) go ahead (laughs) um i'll just say this um find your fire and this is something I say on my show all the time mm-hmm. is how is from Lauren Hill. How you gonna win when you ain't right within? Yeah, literally, you have to be right within yourself before you can add someone else to your world. Yep. If you can't get right, you don't know. You confuse all the time. Maybe it's not a good time to be around anybody. Yeah. Date yourself. Please. That's my best advice. Date yourself. Get to love yourself first, mm-hmm. and you, you never know. That person will come along, but right there. Yep. Um, and I am, I know why Lala speaks Lala, um, <laughs> but I am the host of Play No Games Podcast, and you can find me on Play No Games Podcast on IG, Play No Games Pod on Twitter, and my personal Instagram is Lala underscore speaks. Follow her. Go ahead, Zay. Any last remarks? And I would just say, you know, don't look for nobody. Do not look for anyone to love you more than you love yourself. Facts. Don't and don't hope for someone to make you better. Work on yourself, and if it comes, then it comes. Which yeah. it should come if you find the right person. If you're yep. putting out that right energy. Yep. That's all I said. Absolutely. You know, I mean. I'm a guy, so I can only speak from a guy's perspective. I know a lot of women mm-hmm. that, you know, from 40, 35, 30, 25, and 20, normal to know that they often seek in a man to bring more insecurity mm-hmm. to them than they would even try to lift the finger to work on themselves with. Yeah. And that's not that to me. I mean, if it works, it works for them. I've never seen it. Yeah. But I wouldn't recommend that to nobody. 
Yeah. You know, and as just as a guy myself, I had to work on myself as well. Yeah. So just love yourself first before anything. Um, my name is Xavier, <laughs> but I go by Zay. Um, I'm Miracle's best friend. Yes. So I probably see me in some of her posts or whatever that she posts on Snapchat, Always. Instagram, or whatever Facebook. Which I can find me on Facebook as Z A Y Space Hicks, Zay Hicks, or on Snapchat Z A Y Y zero zero. Absolutely. Thank you both for joining me today in this deep discussion about relationship insecurities. Thank you for being vulnerable and just being open to the discussion. As always, it's your girl Miracle Deja. Follow Truly Unique on Instagram. Follow Trooper LLC on Instagram as well. That's T-R-U-E-P-E-R-L-L-C. There's big news coming for the uh, business, which I will tell y'all on another epi- uh, podcast episode. But stay tuned for that. My birthday's coming up, so stay tuned for that as well. Um, and follow my personal page, which is Y-O-U-R-Z underscore T-R-H-U-L-Y, because I'm difficult. Um, yours underscore truly. Um, it's been real. Thank you all for joining me me have a great happy blessed self-love sunday bye